listening to TV Tangents, a retro TV podcast. Hello, Seattle. I'm listening. Oh, hi, Natalie. I'm listening. <laughs> hi, Rebecca. I'm Dr. Fraser Crane. I am Roz. I'll be Roz. You could be Roz. Oh, my God. I'll be Dr. Fraser Crane. I, okay, first of all, I watched, you know how Natalie is the the watcher mm-hmm. and I'm the researcher. Yes. That's usually how we do these yes. shows. I watch a lot, but not as much as Natalie does. True. Um, but I have been, I mean, I started watching Frasier like two years ago. Mm. Um, yeah. Just, I think like, you mentioned it to rotation. me and I was like, Oh yeah, Frasier, that'd be yeah. fun. And I kept saying it over and over. Yeah. Um, but now that I'm done with it and we're going to talk about it. So I have to move on to something else. I am sad. Do you remember when we did mash? Yeah. And I had never seen MASH. Yeah. And I told you, I was like, I miss them so much. Yes. I feel exactly the same way right now. Right. And, and it's funny because I, I actually finished up Frasier probably a couple weeks ago now. Um, that we were getting ready to talk about it. And I just remember, I was like stretching out the end. Because I knew you weren't quite finished <laughs> yeah. either. And I was like, I'm stretching it out because I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss them so much. And I do. I miss them. This show is so good. First of all, Roz is my best friend. She's awesome. We are so close. And so all I can think of is how I'm going to miss Roz most of all. Yeah. And also, this is a really good nighttime show because it's like the beginning of it is very like, Mm -hmm. you know, like nighttime adult TV. And so sometimes I turn it on and it's the last thing I watch before I go to bed because I don't like to watch murder shows before bed because I have nightmares. I won't know that at all. And this is a very low key. And what I really like, what makes it easy to watch when I'm working is that the audience is not rambunctious. Mm. You know, different audiences on different shows have different tones. Mm -hmm. Some of them I can't watch because I start to just hear the audience. Yeah. Like traffic. Mm. Like it's there and it's annoying. Yeah. Kind of like when we watched Happy Days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And their audience was just too much. Too much. But the Frasier audience, I mean, they're very sophisticated. True. I started feeling I started feeling smarter watching this show. I kind of think I did too, and it was very interesting because I thought, okay, I watched Frasier when it was on, but never watched another rerun episode that I could really ever remember again. Like after the fact, I don't know if it was ever really on in syndication anywhere else, or if it was on like reruns and if it was i probably didn't take the time to watch it but i remember i mean i watched it through the beginning mm-hmm. but again that's that was a time i mean it's it began in 93 right right after cheers yeah september 16th 1993 to may 13th 2004 on nbc and i was in high school when that started you know so i had mm-hmm. a lot going on in life so i probably watched it and didn't really remember a lot Mm -hmm. it makes me think like had i watched friends and then never watched it again kind of thing because i remember watching it but i know it was on and rerun like it's been on and reruns on like one of the the i'm sure yeah i'm sure they've tried it i never watched it in the beginning like i never watched this is the first time that i've watched the show i did 
kind of see it like if I was cleaning the house or something mm-hmm. and it was on, then it would stay on. Yeah, I kind of feel like I wasn't overly dedicated, but I yeah. do remember watching it knowing the premise, but I didn't remember a lot of details. No. Like I remembered the premise of the show, the setting. In my head, I was like, oh yeah, Niles is in love with Daphne. Don't they get together? I feel like they get together. And then like, I, you know, so in mm-hmm. my brain, I was like, how's this going to go? This was um, all new to me. It was, it, it's so, again, there's so many weird things that go on in my brain when things happen that like, Cheers was this, I, I, I got so sucked into Cheers and loving it as if it was happening. Yeah. And maybe, and for me, I thought Cheers was really, really my jam because I actually watched Cheers, um, basically when the world shut down during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. I, that was when I had started watching yeah. it. And I thought, well... I mean, I'm literally watching this 10 hours a day because what else was I going to do? Yeah. To have a character go for that many years and literally still be able to do another show for another 11 years is so astounding to me now to think about it. Because there's some shows that have been on a long time, like Law & Order SVU. But this, I mean, his character wasn't, you know, of course, not necessarily the main, one of the main characters yeah. on Cheers, but he... And he's not an outlandish character. Right. And it guy. changes a little bit. And I read it some history about how I was like, I feel like he was different than, you know, like he liked sports on Cheers, you know? And there's so many, there's a few things they changed and they did explain some of that. But, oh my gosh, this show just, every character too had its purpose and it wasn't like, it wasn't all about Frasier. Yeah. But yet... Yeah, they figured out how to incorporate everybody's story and really made you feel like you were hanging out with them. And like you said, being besties with Roz, that's it's like that's how you felt. You could like you could see yourself being with all of hanging out with Mm -hmm. these guys, even people who you think they're pretentious and they like art. That wouldn't be me. But then it was like Daphne was different. Their dad was different. So everybody and Roz was different. So it was so cool. To have and all the different dynamics. When they cast Niles, which we'll get into later, he mm-hmm. was not supposed to be part of the original cast. Right. Um, they thought, well, isn't he too similar to Frasier? Because mm-hmm. they are very similar. But they're also very different. They're similar in the way that they can relate to each other in a way that nobody else can. Mm-hmm. But they're also very different. Yes. Because uh, more laid back. Yeah. And Niles is very high strung. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's also very sweet and he cares about people yeah and so it's fine like they're they all have their differences yeah and i like i said had never seen the show i didn't know how anything was going to play out i didn't even like even seeing it in passing i didn't know why his dad has this weird chair in his living room does he (laughs) live there like i didn't know that those two got together i didn't know any of this i didn't remember the beginning story as to why Mm -hmm. i couldn't remember that part so that was so cool like you said, it started in 93 when you were in high school. It ended in 2004. So anyway, that's a long, t- like, that's a long chunk of my life. Mm-hmm. But still, I wasn't watching the show at that time. Yeah. But 11 years means that Kelsey Grammer was playing that character for 20 years. Yeah. 
because they went straight from Cheers to this. Right. And he was only on, I mean, he did, he wasn't on Cheers for the first, what, couple seasons. So that's why it's, you know, but it's 20 full years. And they make a reference to that in the last, I believe the last season of Frasier. They're talking about something and somebody goes, how can somebody do something for 20 years and not something, you know, whatever it was, they were like joking about it. And I thought, oh, that's so funny. But you're right. It's just... I guess just because I've been so obsessed with Friends for so long, this ends the same year that Friends ended. Mm -hmm. And it never dawned on me that this was running at the same time. And then Mm -hmm. there's a coffee shop that's kind of central to... But it's totally a different... A different premise, and they even said that they wanted they didn't want to do a bar because they didn't want it to be like Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had Cafe Nervosa, was which was a local coffee shop, and that makes sense anyway. Seattle is like the coffee capital of the yeah. world, so it makes sense. And theirs is a little bit less. And then they said they said it more in the apartment, so that you so it wouldn't be so. You know, again, Cheers was in the bar mm-hmm. pretty much. You know, ninety five percent of the time. Um, this had a good mix. And then the radio station. So same thing. It was very... Then you have a whole mixture of people that can come in. That was yeah. brilliant, I yeah. think, too, to not have it be that he's just a psychiatrist. Um, right. The radio show part was great to not only bring Roz in, but all the other characters mm-hmm. because Bulldog is a huge character and all the, you know, all the Bulldog. different quirky people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. And they can mix it up. This show is obviously a spinoff of Cheers, and um, Frazier had moved from Boston back to his hometown of Seattle mm-hmm. and did the Dr. Frazier Crane show on KACL. And he reconnects with his dad, Martin, and his brother, Niles. And it takes place in Seattle, but it was not filmed in Seattle. The only episode that was filmed in Seattle was um, the 1,000th show, which is right. when they declare Fraser Crane Day. Yeah. And he's running around <laughs> Seattle. And everything else was filmed at Paramount in Los Angeles. And I love the the view from the apartment is fake because yeah. they really wanted the Space Needle to be uh, prominently displayed. Yes. Um, and so I always thought that that was cool because who wouldn't oh. want to live in this condo? Okay. Let's let's go ahead and jump right into talking because I have thoughts. Okay, wait, let me find my notes. I have thoughts. Okay. I had noted that of the TV homes, this one is at the bottom of my list. I'm sorry. I said it. Oh, no. Okay, number one. Yes, I love the view. I've always dreamed of living in a high rise mm-hmm. where I can see the cityscape. Yes. And that is wonderful. And that is the only thing that I think that this apartment has going for it um it's supposed to be sophisticated but the Mm -hmm. design looks cluttered to me like not the not the staging not like the stuff but just the way that the set is like the weird fireplace and then Mm -hmm. there's just like a random wall yeah and then um there's a lot of paneling like in different designs and then all the shelves in the kitchen with all the stuff all over it. Yeah. There's just, like, way too much to look at. But, like, as a soundstage, it has all those elements that you right. need. You yeah. have the entrance and the exit and the back part. Yeah. Um, Things so that, I don't understand is Frazier's got the master suite, right? Because he lived there first and right. by himself. And why he lived in a three-bedroom condo right. by himself. Well, he moved back. So, either way. And apparently has a ton of money. He mu- I mean, how but, much money do you make on the radio? Exactly. 
but the master suite is on the side with the same where his dad's bedroom also ends up being, and yet there's another bedroom off in the back, which ends up being Daphne's. Wouldn't you think that's where the master suite would be? And two other bedrooms for your kids, you know, quote unquote, would be up front? Like, as if they made this apartment to have a servant's quarters? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly how it was made. But her Um, room was so tiny. And her room was very tiny, although she had her own bathroom in there. And Fraser definitely has his own bathroom, which is gigantic and has a tub in it. I wonder, I I don't think I ever figured out if Martin had his own bathroom back there. Because there's a bathroom right inside the front door. But it's just a bathroom. It's not a shower. Yeah, it's it's a a quarter bath. Yeah. Yeah. Like you'd have it in the front, you know, Mm -hmm. on any main level. Um, So, yeah, it just makes me wonder, yeah, what's over down the long hallway where they go to their bedrooms. Is this a three-bedroom, four-bathroom apartment in Seattle? And is it a million and a half dollars? Right. Because that apartment in this city that we live in Mm -hmm. would be close to a million dollars. And I'm thinking, you know, we're talking about money-wise, and I'm wondering, did he have a place in Boston that he sold so that he could put money? Because this is a condo, so I'm assuming it's a purchased Mm -hmm. building. You know, it's a purchase. And then, but you're right. That kind of, that's got to be crazy. And who, I mean, you know, if you're a celebrity on on the radio, well, you know, then BB, that's a whole storyline. She keeps trying to get in more money. BB. Um... (laughs) But Her yeah. name is Lilith. Uh, no, I'm talking about BB, his actual, his agent BB. Not his actual wife and is on the show. Is that his agent's yeah. name? Yeah. You know, BB, she's the crazy one who they... Who has the weird voice. Yeah. I guess BB. I just never paid attention to her name. Oh, that it so was funny. the same as BB You're Newark. right. I did, that didn't I even like, dawn on me. I was like, what are you even talking about? You're like, don't call her that. <laughs> oh, BB Glazer is the name okay. of her. Yeah. That's so funny. That's so funny, too. I didn't even think of that. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, and also, speaking of, though, Lilith... Is when their son comes to stay. Where yeah. what rooms he staying in? Right? So again, is he just sleeping in Fraser's room? Maybe. So the apartment is a little bizarre, but I love the open concept. Of course, that's like my favorite thing. Yeah, that's the, great. Sitting there and being able to like sit on a patio and look over oh. that kind of view and drink my coffee in the morning is the dream. Yeah, I love the view. So, of course, yeah. it's not a real view. They right. took a picture from a cliff somewhere, but like, yeah. I would love to have that view. I would love to have that balcony, but also. For sure. Let me ask you, open concept, the kitchen is not fully closed off. True. The back of it is open. You can see the piano. Yes. They go in there to have very private conversations. Right. But anybody on the other side trying to get a drink <laughs> would be able to hear it. Anybody in the living room. Or Daphne would hear in it. her bedroom would anybody probably would hear, it. hear it. How did Daphne never hear a conversation I, about Niles being obsessed with her? So. And how did they not use... Okay, first of all, if you're going to make a set with something like that, why wouldn't you use it as a place for people to overhear things and have misunderstandings. Right, exactly. Why would you leave it open like that? I know. Everyone can hear you. That's true. Very interesting. I digress. I'm getting all... We love Cluster. to talk. We love to talk about the architecture, so we're we're over that. Now. We're gonna so do one great. of these episodes. It serves where we its just purpose it. so that everybody can walk around yeah. and there can be parties there, and then it's a conversation yes. piece. As a soundstage, it's great. It's perfect, except for the part about them not utilizing the open concept yes. of the kitchen, which was Should a very be. small kitchen. But that's, that's true. Oh, okay, I'm calmed down now. Okay, let's talk about the theme song: tossed salads and, and scrambled, scrambled eggs. eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is sung by Kelsey Grammer and produced by Bruce Miller. It's supposed to be a metaphor for the people he gives advice to on his show. And I didn't actually 
pick up on that until I read it. I, yes. Where I was just I, like, why is this random? Yeah, I read something about that and I was like, I don't understand. Because, yeah, is there a part that he says something about, yeah, there was a reference to people calling in with their problems yeah. or something. Oh, I hear the blues a calling. That's what it that's, is. I just yeah. found my notes. Yeah. Okay, so that would, troubled listeners, that's kind of what that is. And it said he recorded several variations and of the final spoken line. Because, again, I will watch... I watch episodes at the gym mm-hmm. while I'm working out on the cardio machine. And so it's too hard for me to skip through the ending. Plus, the ending of this show always had the song playing, but a scene being played. Yes. So you didn't want to skip it, even though you're not hearing anything. But it was always kind of something yeah. funny that was going on. Sometimes it was just a shot of the apartment, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, and so, yeah, he sometimes would always say a different thing at the end. And I... For the longest time, am I like, am I making that up? Or does he change that <laughs> sometimes? That every time. So I was like, huh. And I loved, yeah, I just did have to say, too, at the end of each season, mm-hmm. they would play the final credits and say, thanks for calling. And then they would start listing off celebrities. And I was so confused in the beginning. Yeah. And I was like, what are... I don't understand. And then I realized these are actual celebrities who all called in on the radio show. Which I... Again, like you, I saw it at the end credits, and Mm -hmm. I was like, wait, what's happening? Because I never once recognized a single one of those voices. And maybe I didn't pay attention. Yes, I feel like there was one per, and I can't even think of who it is now. I feel like I recognized somebody one time's voice. So I have a list here. Not all of them. Of all the peeps. First of all, these calls were read... When they were filming in front of a live studio audience, mm-hmm. they were read by anonymous voiceover actors. But then later they were replaced by the celebrities. Mm. So the celebrities would actually call in on the phone to read their lines. Interesting. So they didn't even have to go to the studio. Nice. Mary Tyler Moore mm-hmm. was in there. Ron Howard. John mm-hmm. Lithgow. Uh, Christopher Reeve. Mm-hmm. Marlo Thomas. Lily Tomlin. Eddie Van Halen. It just goes on and on. On and on and on. Kevin Bacon, of course, because Kevin Bacon. there's always the degrees of separation. Yeah. Art Garfunkel, Macaulay Culkin, David Duchovny. This goes on. You can yes. see a whole list on the internet. Yes. That's where I got this one. And again, it took me, it was so confused in the beginning, but then I realized, oh, they're actually doing oh, that. That's what and then yet, that still didn't ever get me to really listen harder to no, any I of still, the callers. I still didn't. I still <laughs> I'm didn't. Like, Meh. Still have no idea. No. The series and cast won 37 Primetime Emmy Awards, a record at the time for a scripted series. And it also won the Primetime Emmy Award for Outstanding Comedy Series for five years in a row. That's awesome. You know, I did not realize that uh, Frazier, or that Kelsey Grammer won an Emmy, I believe, or was at least nominated, for his guest appearance on Wings, which we've already talked okay. about. Remember they were on the yeah. island and they did mm-hmm. like their and he got an Emmy for that, I believe. So yeah. I saw that when I was reading up on this. I was like, oh crazy. Zombie. Well like I said, I've been living in their world mm. since I started watching it like two years ago. Mm-hmm. And I went to a museum last weekend with my family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yep. I, I mean, I had, like, Niles airs about me. Oh. I was like, I am in the museum. And then I started... Did you drink sherry while you were there? Oh, it did not. They did not have alcohol. <laughs> but I started to think, like, I might be one of these people. I might have to start hanging art and talking about art with people. Oh. And, you know, 
Maybe but we I should do learn. that. Maybe we should start we should going to museums mm-hmm. and hanging out at a coffee shop and we'll wipe our chairs off beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then we'll sit around and we'll talk to each other like super smart and see if anybody figures oh it God, out. Let's do it. We should do it. I mean, I have all kinds of time to hang out at coffee shops. Why don't we do <laughs> that's what I always wonder when I watch these shows. Why mm-hmm. don't we hang out at places? Just like nobody that's ever comes true. to your door anymore. And just pops in. That's true. And it's like, oh, who's here at the door? Oh, oh it's hi, Niles. Niles. Yeah. I didn't expect you today. Good to see you. Or he just comes over. You're yeah, right. he's like, I have a crisis. I have come to your apartment. Right. I've... And it's not like he lives close. No. I mean, it's not like friends where everybody lives where a right couple there. blocks away or across the hall. Yeah. So you're right. That's very interesting. He he seemingly lives in a castle. Yeah. Somewhere. <laughs> he does live in a castle in the beginning. <laughs> His apartment yes. is so weird. So and true. Uncomfortable looking. <laughs> very cold. Uh, also, I feel like I am like Frasier in that nobody wants to hear the random facts. That are in my head that oh. just kind of spill out all the time. So oh. you might appreciate them at a coffee shop. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we could be so pretentious at a coffee shop. We could be. I'm really oh. looking forward to this. We'll have, we'll to, have to figure this out. this out. Yes. We'll have to add that into the schedule. Oh yeah. Who it, is your favorite character? Oh man. Um, because mine's Ross. We've already said that we're best friends. Yeah. She gets me. I think. Okay. So this is so crazy. I think Frasier is actually my favorite. Um, And I have a very bizarre confession to make. Oh, God. In the beginning, well, first of all, Frasier on Cheers was, in the beginning, he was standing in the way of Sam and Diane, which was, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm all power couple person, whatever. So I was kind of like, eh. And then he just became the fun, lovable guy who was always on. Mm -hmm. And I liked him on the show. It was great. At the beginning of Frasier, um, first of all, his hair was atrocious. <laughs> he had long hair, and yeah. it was like, and he's already got a receding hairline, and it's it was like kind of had a bump. Yeah, to it. and he was <laughs> he seemed slightly chubby compared, especially compared to Cheers in the first season hmm. of Frasier. And then over time, I was like, I think I'm attracted to <laughs> Frasier. So not somebody I'd normally be attracted to, but I was like. It's his big brain. He just, well, he became funnier for sure. Just and like, way more relaxed. Way more relaxed. Like in, in the last season, he was wearing jeans and sweatshirts sometimes. And he's also like the guy that does what I do, where makes the sarcastic and calls people out and wants to be sarcastic and is just also like, why isn't anybody doing anything the right way? And that is so me. So I was like, and just in general, like as he, yeah, he became cooler and everything. And I was like, oh my God, oh, I could try. That's kind of what happened to me though with Sam on Cheers. You know, okay. I got very Ted dancing. I was like, how you doing? Okay. Probably because again, we're all the same age at this point right. with what they were back then. So I feel um, like you are going to move in with Frazier into that nice apartment. I'm gonna. Okay. I'm gonna. I mean, he's got a lot because, going for him. Yeah. So <laughs> I, for real, I was just like, yeah, over time, I started to think, like, how is he that he can't find someone um, who appreciates, you know, who he is? I just love his character. He's... He is like the butt of jokes sometimes, or he's like, and at the radio station, it's like all this stuff that happens, all these different things, especially like Bulldog's <laughs> just crazy. But he has them all over to his apartment. Yeah. And has like a party. And then he seems to be like the leader somehow. Yeah. Like they all have their own shows, but when they had to re- renegotiate contracts, 
He's who they all look to. And I kind of feel like he's that guy in the apartment, even even with the family. Yeah. He's kind of they like... They all look to him. Yeah, they all look to him. And I kind of feel like I'm always that person. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody's like, okay, well, what should we do? So... I don't know. I think that's why I relate to him the most. And I just, I, yeah, I and just. And his, re- his reaction when he's frustrated, he always does this head not thing. Yes. And, and that's exactly so how I am. I'm just like, again, you are like just. I'm not going to explode with my fist. Exactly. I'm going to explode with my head. Explode with my head and freak out why people just can't do things the smart way. And that's exactly who I am. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Well, what about Niles? Does he get on your nerves he, or is he you know, endearing? He is endearing to me. Um, <laughs> he is funny because he is so quirky. And it's in the beginning, I was kind of like, I mean, I, I guess I, and I say that because I remember that there was a development of his character. So, but how he was in the beginning, I'm like, oh, dear God. And then I remembered him being married to Maris, who we never get to see. And that became such a running joke that she was, like, as skinny as a light pole, like, kind of thing. They would always talk about how he'd be like, well, she had half of a Tic Tac earlier, so she's full or whatever. But once Um, he gets away from Maris, that's when his personality... Yes. Like blossoms because she holds him down. He was controlled by her. Mm-hmm. And he has high taste. So he married her for money. She mm-hmm. was rich. So he kind of married her for that. Even though he's a psychiatrist. He's so a psychiatrist in private practice. That's very interesting because, of course, apparently Frazier can afford, you know. Yeah, I don't this... know what these psychiatrists Yeah, That was a strange make. dynamic, but you're right. He he came along, like, his, his character definitely developed after that more. But, again, early on, his obsession with Daphne was hilarious, too. <laughs> it just, I mean, he instantly was smitten with her and... Just every little thing. Like, anytime she'd say something. The one time I think she tried on a dress. Or he he brought over two dresses he wanted to give to Maris. And asked if she'd try them on so he could see them. Which, of, of course. course, is just his obsession. And she comes out wearing it. And, and the whole time, Frazier knows, you know, that Niles is obsessed with her. And she... She's like, oh, this one. She's like, it's not too tight. And they're like, no, no. And she goes, oh, yeah. I had to... What'd she say? Like, later, she's like, I had to take my me undies off just to get it <laughs> off. And Fra- and Niles almost passes out because he's just, like, picturing all these things, of course. And I, oh, my God, it was, that whole dynamic was super fun. Yeah. Especially in the beginning. He's also a germaphobe, so he's yeah. always wiping things down. <laughs> and when he meets the gang from Cheers, when they go back... They go to Boston. Yeah. Why did they go to Frasier Boston? Frazier was just going to have a... Um, I can't even remember. They actually... The whole family went for some reason. Yeah. Because and they were just taking a random trip. And I think Frazier had to do something. And they're like, oh, you guys should come. Yeah. It was like random trip. But they end up running into... It's Cliff's retirement. Yeah, they run into Cliff in the airport, and then he's like, oh, we're having this. And it's like, I can't believe you came. And he just didn't even know anything about it. He's like, my good friend, Frazier. And he's talking. Cliff's talking to Niles, and Niles is just like, Frazier, help me. Like, (laughs) you know I can't handle this. So Niles exists, even though Frazier had once told the characters on Cheers that he was an only child. Right. And he was actually added because the casting director had seen him on another show and thought he resembled Kelsey Grammer, which I can kind of see, but, like, not to the 
degree that they're to the extent where they were like holy crap you have to be brothers yeah and he didn't even he didn't even read the script he he didn't audition or anything he just like showed up and then i think the same with uh uh, or martin right yeah nobody nobody actually had to listen to us wrestle our paperwork nobody had to yeah audition except for Roz. right because John Mahoney played Martin Crane, and the same thing, he told people on Cheers that his father was like an investigator and had died. Yes. And then they did have a line in Frasier that explained it. He said yeah. something about how he lied to them. Because Sam came to visit. Yeah. And he was like, oh, this is your dad. And he's like, oh, yeah, I lied. And I bet it's because, again, they're not very much like their dad, of course, who's an average Joe. He's a police officer. Yeah. And he is the exact opposite of Frazier and Niles. And they make a lot of references to that, that their, their mom was very artsy. Mm-hmm. And he... You know, Martin is very, like, sports, beer, and bars. And never and, likes yeah. when they take him out to eat. He's always no. like, why do we have to eat here? I don't like it. Here. Yeah. And he took him to a restaurant, which is, like, so yes. not there. Like, and it was just like, it. yep, just get it. It's like the Golden Corral or something. It is wonderful <laughs> to see those two uncomfortable, especially when they're together. Mm-hmm. Niles and Fraser being uncomfortable together. Yes. It's hilarious because they're looking at each other. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that you know what I'm thinking You're right thinking now. the same thing as me. Because they're best friends, those two. They It's really cute. And, hold on. Oh, he has a limp. Because he mm-hmm. uh, had to retire after sustaining a gunshot wound to his hip. And that's yes. why he needs Daphne there. A live-in physical therapist. Right? Is How much did they pay for her up on top of this million and a half apartment? Right. So not only do you... And also, she gets to live there, which they weren't expecting in the beginning. She just moved herself in and they're like, hold on, that's not what we were... It's just like, no, that's how this works. We didn't expect you to move into the spare bedroom that yeah, we have. Yeah, that we just happened no to have. Um, but yeah, so she gets a salary plus she gets like free room and board, but she also kind of turns into like a housekeeper for them. So again, you know what, maybe though with this apartment, I mean, Martin has a pension, so maybe he pitches in too. Who knows? I I mean, if you're a cop and you got, you know, injured, injured on duty too, yeah, I think you get some money for that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And Daphne is from Manchester. And she's a psychotherapist. Sorry. She's a physiotherapist. Yes. Live-in, hired by Fraser to help his dad. And she's psychic. She is psychic. Her name's Daphne Moon. She's psychic. And her family is crazy. Oh, my God. (laughs) That development of her family was pretty hilarious. Love it. Her mom. They make... (laughs) Her brother gives me anxiety. Yeah, me too. Every time he comes on, I'm like, nope. He's just over the top, like, the kind of guy, yeah, that you can't leave alone anywhere. And, and you he don't want him it. near you because he's, he's just going to, like, hang on you. <laughs> he's fine with it. Oh, um, awesome. My best friend, Roz, is the producer of Fraser's radio show. She's from Wisconsin. And in season one, we learn that her mom is the attorney general of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And Niles and Fraser treat her like their sister. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, they are constantly slut-shaming her. And in the beginning, Niles and Roz really butt heads. But then again, mm-hmm. then they do. They develop more of a brother-sister yeah. relationship. And yeah. And she owns it. She's like, yeah, yeah, whatever. Like, they're always teasing her about yeah her history with men and whatever. But she's cool with it. She doesn't care. And Roz Doyle was named in memory of a producer of Wings. Mm-hmm. 
And she was originally played by Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, which they said she Lisa Kudrow could not be very um, aggressive like yeah. they needed Roz to be. I can. Yeah, you wouldn't want Phoebe to be the station manager, mm-hmm. or I guess she's not. The, she's the producer. She later is the station manager, yeah. isn't she? In the end, doesn't um, she become the station manager? Does she become the station? I think so. In yeah, the very last episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I couldn't see Lisa Kudrow. She'd be. I think Fraser would walk all over her. Mm-hmm. And she they would have turned that into a different whole character. She yeah. would have been way more chill and more, yeah. Roz is great. She's, like, very, um, what do I want to say? She's, like, very dry. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't, like, nothing bothers her. Yeah. Like, pe- whatever the guys say to her, it doesn't bother her. Yeah. She just does her own thing. Um, and she holds her own because even, like, Bulldog's always hitting on her. And then there's, uh, what's his name? Uh, Noel, who's obsessed with her. And she's very, like, she just, like, gives it back to people, you know, mm-hmm. does her whole thing. And then she just lets those guys just kind of be, like, around. And it's kind of like, she see, I mean, she's pretty much, like, the only woman around that office for, yeah. like, a long time until the one crazy ma- manager comes along. But... Um, yeah, she does a great job and it's almost like she's, you know, tries to be one of the guys and yeah. And she's beautiful. She is beautiful. And she, she slows down when she gets pregnant with her baby, Alice. Um, and then after that, she's not quite as before that they definitely played up her promiscuity and did all that. Always looking for him. I don't know that she was, she wasn't looking for a husband. No, she was always just looking for She's just someone found, to hang yeah. with for right well, now. She's on hot guys and was like, hey. Yeah. And then after that, it was like she would try to find guys to actually date. and uh, But it definitely was just less less crazy. Hey, we got we to gotta end the show. Oh, no. You do, have to, you do have to mention the one other, for sure, full-time character that was on every episode, which would be Moose. Well, oh, so, yeah. So, we, we're not wait. doing the cast Oh, well, though. I just had to mention Moose because he's so cute. Oh, I was going to mention Eddie. Moose. Okay, Moose is the dog. And he's <laughs> the a cute end. dog. And he's adorable. He is. He's so cute. And I remember, like I said, I didn't watch Frasier when it was around, like when it was on. But I do remember everyone talking about that dog. Mm-hmm. Like that was the most famous dog on TV at the time. And in the beginning, he'd always stare at Frasier and he, like Frasier hated him. And he always kind of did. But then after that... Eddie became just kind of like slightly annoying. He wasn't quite, mm. it was, and then, you know, of course, I'm sure he grew on Frasier. He was a good dog. He was a good dog. He didn't bark. He did try to escape. He did run into the elevator. Remember, mm-hmm. um, their dad had Niles take the dog out, like after he had lost him or whatever. And so then he's like, Dad, I'm not gonna, I'm, I can be responsible. Oh, I know what it was. Niles was supposed to keep the dog. For the weekend while his dad was gone. Yeah. And then he came back and he's like, yeah, everything was great. He found out that Niles had put him in a kennel. Uh, And so then he was like, you know, you should be responsible for the dog, whatever. He's like, I can be responsible. And then he lets him accidentally get on the elevator with some people. (laughs) And he's like, goes running down the stairs. And his dad never finds out. Ah, good times. All right. Well, let's wrap up this episode. I promise you guys we're not done talking about Frasier. We will come back next week and talk about Frasier because we have so much more to say. But we just, you know... The powers that be, they just, like, limit our time. I know, right? We'll we'll have to come back and talk about all the other fun stuff. All right. Well, cheers, Frasier. Cheers. Cheers. Let's wrap it up. Oh. (laughs) Clink. Clink. If you enjoy the show, please leave a review and also subscribe so you won't miss an episode. 
You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. We love to hear from our listeners. For additional content, check us out at patreon.com slash tvtangents.